Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about decreasing anxiety by increasing sacred moments. Often when we are treating or clearing anxiety, panic, PTSD, stress, uh, phobias, whatever from our lives and calming the mind and its endless thoughts through stress reduction and mindfulness and other great tools that we use, we are focusing on the mind, right? And then we often spend some time focusing on the body. The body takes the the center stage with all of its physical symptoms that can arise from the activation of the sympathetic nervous system. And one of the things that I notice is that often there is a spiritual side to all of us that gets ignored when we are talking about clearing anxiety, panic, or when we are working on other things in our lives. And I want to today open that up a little bit and talk to you a little bit more about how this spiritual side, the mind, body, spirit, we hear so much about it. And we all know that we have this other component of ourselves, but we often don't pay a lot of attention to it or it gets left to the end of the day or as the last thing on our list. And today I want to share with you why it can be so helpful and important to increase your sacred moments or your spiritual aspects of yourself. I attribute much of my healing and clearing of my anxiety panic uh, to being able to grow and be more in tune with this side of myself. And I also attribute uh, my success over the last 15, 20 years of not being even near going down the wormhole. Yes, I have stress, believe me, just like everybody else. And I have anxious moments. I have anxious times, but I don't go down the wormhole. And much of this being able to stay out of that place of despair and of being caught in the fear, anxiety, fear cycle or loop can be attributed to having this other piece of me, this spiritual side of me activated and cultivated. And I do that by having sacred moments. And I want to share those with you today. I want to share with you the idea of this so that you can develop your own. This takes no more time, no more effort. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to go anywhere. It's already all right here. It's just asking you to pay attention. And this is what we're already learning, right? With mindfulness and our awareness. And it all ties back together and brings us this this full trio of a complete self, right? Our mind, body, and our spiritual life. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? 
I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. There's a kind of anxiousness that can come about uh, from the feeling of being separate or alone. And um, when left to its own devices, it can lead to panic attacks and, and lead the person to feel as if they've it, it's come out of the blue or where did that come from when we feel so alone or when we feel sensations that we interpret as a sign of impending physical catastrophe or doom and uh, physical manifestations of it, such as the idea of feeling like you are having a heart attack. Now, a lot of this doesn't come out of the blue. Most of this doesn't come out of the blue. Much of it has been in our subconscious and our unconscious mind, and is just bubbling up to the surface at these most inopportune moments. And, you know, it was Richard Zinberg, he's a PhD, who described uh, this type of uh, anxiousness as anxiety focused on awareness of our mortality and or awareness of our individuality and therefore of being separate, small beings in a vast universe cut off from the source of creation, whatever that might be, and from each other. So what he's talking about here is that lack of sacred moments, that lack of a spiritual connection in your life, and how bringing that back into your life can actually help you to bridge the feelings into not being so alone, bridge it to a more universal kind of connection, so that even if you are alone physically, you are not alone, and you have yourself, and you have your connection to the universe, to God, to your spirituality, to your group, to your whatever. But there is that connection that is bigger than you, that is beyond you. And that connection can mean so much peace. Just as we have tools and practices to ease our stress 
and guide our minds and our bodies to a calmer state, I think we need to incorporate practices that will ease our spiritual sense of disconnection. If you are feeling this sense of aloneness, separateness, this is the show for you because I want to talk about how we can incorporate practices that will ease our spiritual sense of disconnection and get us reconnected with the sacredness of life itself. This really does calm the nervous system. Let's get into some examples of sacred moments and give you, I want to give you some ideas on how you can increase these in your life. Try these on for size and see how they feel. I hope you're taking notes. You can jot these down in your journal and come back to them. Some of them will resonate with some of you and other ones will be like, meh, not for me. That's okay. We're all different. You need to find what works for you. Celebrate each and every limited, precious gift of a moment that we do receive. Try to connect with something larger than yourself. For example, a spiritual connection with a source of creation or God or a connection with a community of, of, of people in your physical community and online community or the world at large. This is a good time to go global in your thinking. Often I'm trying to get you to come down and say, hey, this fear is specific and it is not going to last forever. But this is a good time for us to zoom out and to see all of the bigness and richness of life and that we are connected to all of us, whether we, whether we care to be or not, it simply is fact. So why not get in tune with it and have awareness of it and get some of the juice from it? Another thing is to keep our priorities in order and live in accordance with our highest values. I talk about this in our group sometimes. We have a document in the group files that is uh, of values. It's pages and pages and pages of values. And it's just good to go through these sometimes and see what are the things that are really important to each and every one of us. It's different. And it's not right or wrong. It's just if you can identify your values and you can keep your priorities straight and live in accordance with those values, you will be celebrating sacred moments every day. Another thing that you can do is to write your own obituary. I know some of you are like going, wait a minute, what is she saying? Uh, but it's a, it's a very valuable lesson to be able to look at our lives as if they have ended and to see what it is that people might have written about us or thought about us or considered what we were about. And is that true for us now? Are we living that? be a great exercise in getting clear on what's really important to you because it is true that this is the way to live each and every day as if it was a gift, as if it were not going to be coming again. And it is a good practice. It sounds scary. And I know some of you are thinking, I can't do such a thing. But I have been practicing that for many, many years. I have to say that it was 
when I was very, very stuck in anxiety, panic, and pretty much down the wormhole that this was introduced to me. And I believe that it had a big impact on the shift that I was able to make and being able to live my life differently. Now, let's talk about what sacred moments, you know, we want to cultivate sacred moments, but what do they possess? What are the qualities of of sacred moments? Like I said earlier, gratitude. Yes, gratitude is when every time that you practice gratitude, you are, you are cultivating a sacred moment. You are tending to the sacred and beauty in life. Gratefulness is top on that list. Other things are feeling a feeling of connection and with the support from the transcendent. You can feel that whether you believe in guardian angels are being helping you. You know, we all have different language for these things. It's not so much that they are all that different. They are different in our languaging and in our understanding. But you know, have that connection, feel your connection and the support that you get from the transcendent. Another quality of sacred moments is a sweet sadness. There can be that bittersweet feeling. We all know that feeling and it's actually quite beautiful. It's a sweetness, but a a sadness in with it. We don't need to be afraid of sadness. Let it be there. Let it give you the gifts that it has invited in the sweet sadness of a sacred moment. Another thing is the feeling of awe. We all know that when we are in nature and, uh, or seeing a new baby, there can be a million different ways that we all would feel like we could fall, just fall down from the awe of a very sacred moment. Another quality of sacred moments is compassion. You can feel that inside. You can feel it in your heart. And that is, again, another sacred moment. And also a deep sense of inner peace. And we don't want to get stuck on this being the only one. Again, like I said, we often are chasing after peace when we have so much stress and anxiety in our lives. But we want to also Invite in the sweet sadness, the bittersweet, the awe, the compassion. All of these are imbued with the following qualities. There is a preciousness in each of these. Um, something that is dear to your heart. The quality of being blessed, being cherished, or having something feel holy. We leave these words out of our vocabulary and we forget to be aware of them. And the more that we are looking for them and the more we pay attention to them, the more we will see them. To cultivate these kinds of sacred moments that bring the spiritual peace back into the mind, body, and spirit triad of self-healing, we want to remember the following. Sacred moments are simply day-to-day personal moments that are imbued with sacred qualities, qualities we easily and often overlook. We overlook them thinking they are not important. It is fluff, and it seems like timeouts from a busy day. We just don't have the time. You don't have to take any extra time. 
This can all happen within your regular day-to-day busyness. A sense of stillness may arise where concerns of the everyday just seem to evaporate. The more that you look for these precious, blessed, cherished, holy moments, then you will have more of a sense of stillness. And I believe this is what happens. The stillness arises where the concerns and the heaviness, that all starts to feel like it is evaporating. And again, this takes time, but you can just feel a sense of awe today. I know you can if you look for it and if you take the time. Adding such sacredness to our daily grind really does change things. I trust that if you give the spiritual peace of your mind, body, spirit, existence, a little sprinkle of sacredness, and a generous helping of time, you will be in awe of your healing journey. I hope this has been helpful for you, and I hope that you will give the spiritual side of your life a little bit more attention. Like I said, you don't have to go out of your way to do it. Just give it a little more attention. And now for today's quote. Your sacred space is where you can find yourself over and over again. And that's from Joseph Campbell. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.